0: fm to get started
1: birds of prey is officially wrapped joker is tracking huge and some new crisis on infinite Earths casting today on dc movie news welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movies and now here's popcorn talks dc movie news The villains? we the Legion of Doom now?
0: What? Somebody say! Yes!
1: Wow, somebody had to save us from being in the Legion of Doom. I don't even know what happened.
0: Well, we are the Doom Patrol.
1: I guess well we're so, part, of the, Doom part Patrol. of the Doom Patrol. Now I think when it's just you and I which now has rarely happened. Of we're the Legion of Doom.
0: And we need Superman and all of his incarnations to save us. Wow,
1: of course that is the theme from Smallville taking us in because all the news that people are talking about is that it is official that Tom Welling is rounding out the trifecta of Superman on this crisis event. The
0: ville may be small, but the news is big.
1: Yes, it is. Wow, and that pun (laughs) is brought to you courtesy of the Queen of Puns. That Elena Jordan is here.
0: Hello. She's here. I'm here. Dressed in
1: her Harley Quinn gear. As I, Adam Gertler, am dressed in my classic Batman gear. I love that you
0: call this out too, because before the show I was like, I feel so weird wearing my Harley because it's Batman Day tomorrow, but all my Batman stuff is dirty because I watched all this stuff. And you called me out at the top of the show for not celebrating appropriately as you have.
1: Batman Day is tomorrow. Well, I called you out because the great thing about this medium is that I would be the only person to really be able to see if your shirt was dirty or smelly or anything like that. You but know, it was we can't kind of... my
0: love for you that I didn't ah. want to wear my three day nah, eight nah. feature movie. Ah.
1: It's fine. It's fine. Well, uh, happy uh, impending Batman Day Thank to you. everyone. Um, we are here to talk about all the good things. Uh, oh, look at this. We're hashtag Adlama. Adlama? 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 Adlama?
0: Okay. Adlama? Because I'm lame? I guess
1: so. I think that's what he means.
0: Is it supposed to be like Adam and Elena together Is our, hash, is our, our mashup name? It Maybe just makes it sound Mom like
1: I'm Elena. I don't know. But hey, guys. How are you? We're here. Let's get into DC movie news. Starting off, the upcoming Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn film is uh, months away, coming out in early February. Yeah. And we have a crazy new poster. I love it. Very cool poster. We have news that the film has wrapped once again, that uh, there were some very uh, public reshoots going on uh, in Los Angeles, uh, so that there were some pictures of that. And um, now the film has wrapped again. So this is an interesting film for me. And I thought, you know, I was kind of having trouble articulating my... Anticipation of this film. Some people think I've been kind of like hard on it because of like the reshoots and this and that. It seems like there's a lot of risks happening here. You have like an inexperienced director. You have uh, Christina Hudson, who's you know had some some success. She wrote the Bumblebee film. You have Margot Robbie, who is a you know A list superstar actress. Um, I guess, and what I've pinpointed, Elena, is you know my experience with this character is really when it comes down to it. The animated series. And like a lot of characters, what I think makes comic book characters so great is that they move on from their original creator and the mythology gets broadened and deepened. And that's why a lot of times I think comic book characters and are are a great source to go to because you're not just depending on somebody writing one script one time. It's there's so much to draw from. So what do you think about this character in film are you very familiar with how the character has evolved in the comics and things like that?
0: Yes okay very very much this is actually one of the characters that I wrote my uh, dissertation on when uh, several years back when Stanley was helping teach the uh, superheroes and pop culture class that the Smithsonian put, put on. I would take it every single year because I'm a nerd. Uh, but <laughs> Harley Quinn has been the character that I've said for years and years and years I cannot wait for a big screen live action adaptation because just the whole the, the process of her just kind of being a one-off character in Mad Love that ended up not even appearing and the Joker kind of taking that role mm-hmm. anyway to then... Seeing all of these adaptations and iterations and what she represents on so many different levels and what these different adaptations can kind of represent, um, each individually and overarching... There are some things about this one. I mean, I am really excited about the movie. I think mm-hmm. that it's going to be a really cool thing, especially knowing that they've been working on it since before Suicide Squad. That you know, Mar- 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 Margot Robbie is a huge comic fan, loves this character. Um, but actually, looking at the poster itself that was released. Mm-hmm. The actual design of it, I feel like this is another problem. Can we look at the whole poster? Like, not just the close-up, but the full. Yep, grabbing it now. Awesome. Because uh, there's just a couple things on here that I think Let's are problematic. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Oh, problematic. Problematic for okay. a couple things. Um, I talked to Rick Hoburg too, who was one of my favorite Comic creators who has written a multitude of different things, and we he have had the poster, yeah. Yep. So he had some some opinions on this, where because they've taken such liberties with the costumes and everything, it's hard to on this poster even identify who is who. He's like, I'm looking at it, trying to pick out Huntress. I'm trying to pick yeah, out. Yeah, I don't see, that I, I do not tell, see. yes, who is who, and that in many ways is problematic because the focus again is here. It's Margot Robbie. It's she's back. We even see her again in her full outfit with her like crazy parrot wings. But it just, it seems like how Suicide Squad had a bit of an issue with their marketing. This is going kind of a similar marketing campaign where they're going for the bright colors, which I do like.
1: The sa- almost the same colors as that Very, Suicide yeah. Squad poster. and I think
0: that that is a good call, but the problem is it's too busy. There's not enough definition in each of the other characters. You have to zoom in to even see who you're looking at, and even then they seem like they're not fully photoshopped completely. And then with a name like Birds of Prey and The Fantabulous Emancipation emancipation of One one Miss Carly Quinn. Quinn. That is the longest title. You don't need a tagline, and you definitely don't need the tagline, Mind Over Mayhem, which is the opposite of everything the character represents, fake tattooed on her neck, while she's also being represented as having her head in the clouds. It's too many different (laughs) things on the poster that makes me feel like, okay, your marketing team doesn't know what you're pitching which makes me fearful that you don't know what you're making. And it's not that that is a bad movie. My problem is there have been so many great movies that when the marketing team doesn't know how to market it, have tanked because it was billed as one thing and ended up being something else.
1: Well, and and, and I guess you're kind of zeroing on some of the issues that I'm having, too, is I also don't know what to think. This movie could go either way. They put out a teaser, which... You know, all it does, the best thing that they're selling, and this is what scares me, is all they're selling is Margot Robbie's back as Harley Quinn, which is something that was universally liked.
0: And look at how cool the costumes are.
1: The teaser, I've watched it again and again and again, and... As much as you break it down and try to get things, it doesn't tell you, Squad. It could be the worst movie in the world. It could be a great movie. If it was. If they really had something there, do you think that they would show you more? Or are they just holding it back because it's a relatively smaller film and there's still a lot of time?
0: You know, this is what I'm hoping is the strategy. And this may just be me and my, this is one of my all-time favorite characters, probably ties with Batman as number one of all time, which is Shocking. huge for me that's to say. Crazy. Like that's it's such a big thing. That is a big thing. Because I've just researched this character for so many years and i just feel this deep connection to it. What makes her relation with all of these other women so great is the fact that the highlight isn't just on her. So if they're They're pushing all of this, and it's supposed to be this girl team and this girl gang up, and like we've all been kind of underestimated. Let's unite together. I'm hoping right now that the marketing is intentionally showing us less and showing us more of her because they know that she will sell, but that it's actually a bit of a misdirect, and there is a really solid plot and a really solid story that they're trying not to reveal the alternate of that could be that there is no story and it is all style over substance, and they're just showing us, look how pretty this is going to be. You know, get a little tipsy and check out the pretty pictures. I'm hoping that's not the case because there is so much meat to this character that I hope they dive into it.
1: Some quotes from Christina Hodson, who is the uh, who wrote the script. Um, So the film is very much driven by Margot Robbie's desire to make this film. She wanted a Carly Quinn plus girls story. That was where it began. Um, and she said Warner's was supportive, and they went off. They really went off leash. I heard from someone that worked at Warner's that they went in with a really out there pitch over a year ago, um, or less than a year ago, I would say. It was it was around the Super Bowl time, and I thought that sounded really exciting. So now it sounds like they wanted to add some more action to it, um, which you know, in a perfect world, it was like great. We have this great bonkers movie, just a little more action, and it'll be perfect. Or is it possible, you know, they were told that they can go off-leash. Uh, and again, we have a situation which is similar to Guardians of the Galaxy in that, beside, aside from Harley Quinn, you have characters that have not really been introduced in film. Black Mask, no one cares about. Huntress, Black <laughs> Canary, like, nobody in the Black main public. Canary is
0: one of my favorites. I'm like, you your tongue, But sir. I'm talking
1: about the general public. There is not a, a, a preconceived notion. People didn't grow up with these characters in tons of animated you know they're they're fairly. It's uh, just
0: my circle that fights over Dinah Drake versus Dinah Lance is Who is the most supreme canary?
1: Exactly, All right, exactly. I'll give you that. And, the, and and will will that move the needle? Um, I don't know. Do you think is there a danger that they're going too off leash with what the diehard fans? Want.
0: What's funny to me is that that is the one phrase that keeps being used. The most. It's that they're like we're going off leash. Like we're big fans of the comics, but we don't have to adhere to the comics. Right. We're going off leash, and all the pictures are her literally wearing a dog collar. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, how off leash are you going? Because your main character is still wearing a dog collar, <laughs> but um, not a leash though. But not a, we took that leash. That's true. Off. We She's can got the collar leash if needed. That is a good point. Um, but I I do think that they're going with a little bit more out. I think that might be part. Of why they're not releasing the plot because they don't want diehard fans to take little niblets of it and go, Well, that's different. Rabble, 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 rabble. I'm angry without actually seeing the completed product.
1: So, was that like you think uh, specifically Hamburglar? Uh,
0: specifically, Hamburglar big... and the townspeople from South Park just okay. come in and just rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah. Um, they tend to be the critics that are most cited in articles, I find. So,. Uh, <laughs>
1: Wow. Anyway, anyway, um, um, sh-
0: but we have yeah, we have this movie that people are talking about the reshoots too, and about like oh, is there problems because there's a reshoot? Is there problems? People anytime that people say reshoots, everybody freaks out, and there's no need because there's reshoots for every movie, and this was uh, such a reshoot. Well, I it will- was just adding in. Impossible, but
1: listen, I will push back a little bit on that because every time people, just as many people, push back on the pushback for reshoots, and sometimes there is reason to be concerned. Sometimes Sometimes, there really is. But
0: considering this one, what we've seen of the reshoots, they were so short. I mean,. She's wrapped. She wrapped, what, like this week and then goes into Suicide Squad on Monday? Like, I mean, like. Does she? Is that? Is that? Wow. Okay, well. So, I mean, like, she barely has time to wash off the tattoos before she's in them again. I will say
1: to devil's advocate, my own point, uh, Margot Robbie is one of the most busy actors working today. So if there were to be reshoots when they originally shot this film, they were scheduled a long time ago. Uh, all I will say is I'm not, I'm not dismissing this film. I'm not saying this is not going to be great. All I'm saying is I have no vibe right now. I do not know where to land on this. This could go either way. And also my attachment to the characters is such that uh, you know, I I could be surprised. I'm, I'm open to be surprised. There's no interpretation that I will say, that is not my Harley Quinn, because I know we've moved past what it started as, which was just, um, it was just, in, you know, it's funny, this started as a character that was a foil to the Joker. Um, and as many people that sat here and talk about Joker movie and say, we don't want Joker humanized. Harley humanized Joker in a, in a large she way on it, the animated series. Well, the
0: animated series, I will give you that. But I yeah. think that's just because any time that you hear Tara Strong, you're just like, anything she loves, I love too. It but did, it humanized it, Mark,
1: it, and Mark Hamill too. It but, definitely, Mark it, Hamill, yes, absolutely. but the
0: animated series is very different than the comics because in the comics, she does not humanize Joker. He does horrible things. She is the epitome of why he is such a deplorable person. In the comics, and that's why she's such a complex and, character is because she represents so many different things and so many different iterations, I think that this one, because it's the emancipation of Harley Quinn, they're going to focus in on what they kind of sugarcoated in Suicide Squad, which is how deplorable of a person Joker actually is and how sadistic he is to her and how he has basically brainwashed her into believing this idea of love that is actually a cycle of abuse um, that then she has this strong group of females to help rally her and to get her out of this situation. It
1: does seem that that is more the interpretation in the films. Uh, people are, uh, you know, uh, we have some people with us in the chat roll right now that um, uh, some people are very much excited about it. Some people uh, have concerns. Some people trust you and McGregor. Um, uh, as Zeno Hour says a trailer will ease any concern. Could, could do, could I not. I don't know. Uh, Ivan Soto says, thank you, Elena. Thank you for Saying the Joker should not be humanized. I know a lot of people feel that uh, in reference to Joker movie, which just released an IMAX poster, which. Uh, you know, here's the thing about this. The so, difference
0: between the two posters is... I mean,
1: but also what strikes me about this is that this is even getting an IMAX release.
0: Oh, 100% it's getting an IMAX release. Are you kidding? They are going to get every dime they can out of this movie. So this is an this interesting... Was pitched uh... as... I mean, you already know my feelings on it.
1: Yes, but... but well, you know, what's amazing is that so this is a film that a lot of people said, well, why does it have to be Joker? Why, why couldn't it just be Joaquin Phoenix in this film about this deranged guy, what have you, this is why it had to be Joker. This is potentially a new business model for Warner Brothers DC to use their characters in out there adult ways. That's how you get a relatively small film to uh, open in IMAX theaters. And people are talking about it beating Venom. It box yeah, office, right now it's is, tracking to beat Venom. I don't so, have
0: any doubt about that either. But the issues that I have with it are not with its success. But you have not seen the film yet. I have, I have actually gotten to do a little uh, preview of a section of it. Okay, and what but you I, have
1: not seen the whole film.
0: What I've seen, I am... Well, I'll, I'll, I'm not allowed to say anything.
1: Okay, so... so. <laughs> all right, well, I, I'm very much looking forward to the film. I'm,
0: I'm excited to see the whole thing, but I also know just from friends who were there, who were at the festival when it was awarded, because, you know, now... It has its Golden Lion, which is this... I mean, that's basically... Venice I feel like Award. it was made yeah. to basically be Oscar fodder. And it feels okay. like that's exactly what it is becoming. And then the issue is, and the issue that I've had, is that while it is a fictional film, and people keep citing Taxi Driver as you know a, a reference to this, current climate, mm-hmm. we have a call for movies like Birds of Prey, where we say somebody is feeling that they are being ostracized in an abusive relationship. Here's a team of women to support other women and to make them feel good in this Me Too, Time's Up movement. Right. Juxtapose with, and then here's the Joker that we're going to celebrate probably more and give Oscars and awards to when this adaptation is in many ways... I'm not going to say glorifying because people are very up in arms about like, it's not, it's definitely not a how to right. like get revenge, but it is, it does have some themes that are going to be latched on to by incels where this will be an incel icon. And there are issues with that, that, I mean, I don't think that that should take away from art being expressed, But it is something that does need to be talked about and addressed and can't be swept under the rug. And with people saying, well, it won a Golden Lion, so how bad can it be? There are women voters. I would like to direct their attention to who won the Silver Lion. Roman Polanski. This year? Yes. Who is not allowed to come to the United States because he raped a child. So... He will not be in the Oscar race, most likely. What film was that?
1: What's the Roman Polanski film?
0: I forgot the name of it, but yeah, that was the big thing. Was that they were like, yeah, Golden Lion taken, and they said, you know, all those allegations with Joaquin and with everybody working on it, like all those personal things. It can't be true because look at this thing, and it's like, well, you can't really relate those. Well, I'll tell you, you can't equate. I don't know. There's okay. just certain so, so aspects uh, that are like. The feeling I'm getting
1: from you is that you think this film is problematic in today's climate.
0: It's problematic in that it's not being addressed as potentially problematic. I Well, but say again, make the, the film art. hasn't
1: come out yet, though. But I think I is, think there's my, too much prejudging before right, the film has but been released. Even people
0: who have seen it and like but with the, Todd Phillips and with everybody, like the the height, and it is. This is the thing, too, is a lot of people are, like, highlighting that they think Joaquin's performance is, like, the best thing in the world, and I feel like it's overacting, but... That's, okay, again, well, personal. speaking
1: of Joaquin Phoenix, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk every time somebody plays the Joker, Is like, does it get you to a dark place? And you de- de- almost go off the edge. And uh, Phoenix kind of said, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I just, I don't think I did. I think we had a good time. We laughed like every day. Um, I had
0: already gone off the edge.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Phoenix referred to someone else, not at this event, mentioning that there was nothing really uh, to laugh at in Joker, which made him think, (laughs) Oh, we're kind of effed up then. Uh, So it doesn't sound, it sounds like, you know, we've heard him say this is one of his best experiences he's had making a film, and uh, it didn't mess his mind up any more than potentially it maybe was.
0: I'm like, watch uh, You're Not Here, and then let's talk about, like, whether or not your mind was already messed up.
1: Did you like that one?
0: (sighs) I liked it, but I also, that one was one that again, I was like, we're sweeping under the rug. The fact that there is an ongoing investigation against the crew who sexually assaulted the people working on that film, and Casey Affleck was still awarded.
1: An oh, award. I'm sorry, you're talking about that one. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about you were never really here. I know oh, that he yeah, yeah, had those okay. two very similar, very
0: similar titles, very but, similar titles. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's there's several things that I'm like, okay, there's yes. art that's good and that should be evaluated, but also the social, the social and cultural relevances. Not to say should dissuade the art from being made, but should also be taken into consideration when we are talking about the implications of this, because it's not just filmmakers going, yes, what beautiful cinematography. It's also people who have been in situations where they're going, I identify very much with this victim, and everyone is saying that she is wrong and she should shut up in this movie, and then this movie is being glorified that makes me feel weird. Right. You know? Like, it's just kind of like a, hey, just reiterate, this is a fictionalization, not somebody... Like, the the Joker is the bad guy. You don't want to grow up to be Joker.
1: No, Well, you know, and listen, I, 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 I want to fight you on this, but I haven't seen the film, so I really have to reserve judgment as to whether I think the film is appropriate for today. I'm not going to be dissuaded by... Any of the hype negatively I I also think that I want this to be a good film. It doesn't have to be the best film in the world. You know, like, the hype goes both ways, but we've had a lot of, uh, you know, DC has had some big misses, in my opinion. So a film can be a really good film, and it doesn't have to be the Academy Award winner. It. Just- I think
0: it actually will. I don't think it will win, but I think it will be nominated. And I think that this movie will be big in the entire DC arc, because it will make kind of paved the way for more of these art house and more of these uh out there adaptations. That's
1: what I'm more excited Especially about. Especially with
0: like Marvel's What If coming out and then kind of now doing the kind of more out there adaptations of Harley Quinn. We'll yes, see how that Yes, goes. but
1: Marvel's only doing an animated What If right. and very specific to MCU.
0: But I'm saying like just kind of cracking the door and having all right. of these things kind of cracking together is what's going to push the door open. You know, further. I
1: will tell you, people say like, oh, well, this isn't in the DCEU, but if this film comes comes out and it is seen by so many people and it makes upwards of a billion dollars, whether you connect it to the DCE or not, the general public will take this as the official Joker origin. I mean that's just what people people, you know, any future movie that features the Joker, this will become part of that tapestry, part of that mythology. That's that, how that canon we were talking, works that is how canon works. Um it's uh,
0: not static. It adapts, it grows. As things are accepted into popular culture, they become canon.
1: Yes. Well, lot of very, very, uh, very hot takes on both sides with this. It is very exciting. We are uh, just what are we? Two weeks
0: away from this film coming out. It's soon. It's two it's weeks. Soon. Yeah. Press so it's the screenings. I think start next week.
1: Oh, I really hope uh, I can get to one of those. But if not, I'll be there on Thursday night, and I'll be in an IMAX theater. Um, Tomorrow is Batman Day, as we said before, September 21st. Uh, Elena, you were telling me how you were celebrating Batman Day. Uh, You did some serious viewing.
0: Yes. Talk to me
1: about that a little bit. Shout
0: out to Alex LaFosta, who is a comic book historian and writer, who also is one of my best friends of, like, the past decade who moved out here with me, for his birthday, I said, all right, what do you want to do? And he said, Batman Day is coming up. We're watching every Batman movie plus the selected animated features I would like as well, as well as some special editions, too.
1: Whoa. So we're talking, how many films? How many Um, films?
0: I believe... You got eight, 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 eight live movies, action. Eight live action. Uh, we watched four animated. Wow. Um, I don't even know how many Oh, wait. Specials. Did you
1: include Batman v Superman in that?
0: Yeah. So that's Nine. 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 That one though. That one was honestly one that we were like, we can like eat. while this is not in the. Sure. Well, honestly, I think that I I agree.
1: I think that film is best to be enjoyed as scenery because it it looks great. It's
0: just kind of in the background, like. And then when it's like, where did you hear that name? We're like, let's just walk the dog Uh, for a minute. It's fine. Like we'll just we'll come back in after. Yeah, it's like it's fine. But uh, yeah, so that's how we celebrate, which is also why all of my Batman gear is dirty. Um, but, I mean, you were just watching films.
1: Like, what kind of, what were you guys doing to make these clothes really soiled during this replay? Were you, play, were you reenacting? Moving,
0: eating, <laughs> like, just being, like, having yeah. heated arguments about, like, who was better and what things. Me being yelled at for uh, brain farting on Schmodown so, so, and not saying Kevin Conroy's name correctly. Oh, see, it happened There was a lot so,
1: of things. so, So, Batman 66, <laughs> you got the the two Tim Burton films, the two yes. Schumacher films. You got Which, the three Nolan films. You know films. what?
0: Going back and re-watching some of these, I was like... Like, a lot of these got crapped on that were pretty damn solid.
1: So, what I mean, I can only think of two that you could be talking okay, about. Okay,
0: well, I did go on Rotten Tomatoes and defend Batman forever, and okay. everybody was like, don't, don't even try. Don't, it's not worth it. But watching it now and knowing all the behind-the-scenes stuff with Tommy Lee Jones and with Jim Carrey and how they didn't get along on set, and then seeing it trans like put on camera and the ones that were specifically selected just as kind of an F-you to the actors, now it's brilliant and hilarious. And just rewatching a lot of them, I uh, I'm gonna need a penguin. Pretty damn soon. I need okay. To-
1: well, there's talk that that, that in, the, in the new Robert Pattinson film is that because you were not happy with Devito's penguin, no, or I you loved just you wanted Danny to make
0: Devito's back? penguin? But I also am like, wow, <laughs> they did not make any sort of like height recommendations when they have the real penguins, when they animated like the animatronic penguins, the
1: giant, those the giant, 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 penguins, yeah. And then
0: they have like the it's it it was just there's some elements of that that I was like, this could not be made now, but I would like to see someone try. Um, also, shout out to Alex when we get to TV time. He uh, has been helping host for Preacher as oh, well for AfterBuzz. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Deck Tran uh, on our last topic said, Joaquin Sad Joker will be a one-off movie and doesn't do any sequels. Yeah, I did want to mention Todd Phillips' uh, amended comments that he made. He was kind of like implying that there could be a sequel, but I think he was more talking about that he would do anything to work with Joaquin again. Mm-hmm. And and part of the reason they actually set the film in the 80s is to separate it from anything else so people wouldn't be wondering oh where does this fall in line with the other films which is still a mess that Warner Brothers DC is going to have to explain we still don't know exactly where we are with a broader continuity Um, I gotta say I personally don't mind I feel like Marvel is a better universe to be interconnected like that I never saw DC as good as being Connected as that, call me crazy. Um, Marvel always You're felt crazy. more like that. Soap opera, yeah, I probably am. No, I, um, I totally agree. Yeah, and I, I like Batman characters in their world, you know? But
0: that's nice because then we can have movies like this. Whereas if somebody was like, hey, I want to make a Hulk movie, but like Hulk is really goth and he's, a, you know. They tried
1: and- that. Angley did try that. Yeah. It was all daddy issues. People oh. are
0: like, no, it, you can't.
1: <laughs> well, when that movie came out, I really defended it, and I still defend like a couple of parts of it, but yeah, the whole was just so ridiculous. Not to get off on the Hulk movie, but... Um,
0: Fun fact, I did interview Steven Weber this week, though, and he said if he could play any superhero, it would be the Hulk, but he's been too overdone, so he wants to have a sit-down Hulk family and play like a cousin. Oh. So make it happen.
1: Uh, are you excited about She-Hulk? Not that this is Marvel news, but... Uh,
0: yes. Also, again, I'm just... Picking up all these names, I'm dropping. I was uh, talking to Stephanie Beatriz, who plays um, Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm-hmm. um, at this NBC party about how much she wants to play She-Hulk and like yeah. how she's like really studying up for She-Hulk. And then the next day, there's like this article that's like, Stephanie wants to play She-Hulk. Oh, and I was like, yeah. who was listening to us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's interesting, you know. With that, I, I know, uh, I know this is a DC show, but I, it's curious to see. Like, are they gonna, are they gonna do a CGI thing? Are they gonna cast like a large actor and have them be in character the whole time? It really depends on which way they go with it. Um, but I do hope they stick no with idea. like the, the John Byrne run. That was my favorite of that character. Um, Suicide Squad is a film that, as you mentioned, is going right back into production really soon. Uh, big two days big cast announcement was made last week just as we had the show James Gunn um, and people hoping for more information and confirmation on who's playing who because there's still a lot of questions don't expect more James Gunn has said some of the characters some of the leaks got out there some you know because people are returning some of them are reported and they're reported wrong don't expect more information anytime soon are you happy about that or do you need to know now
0: I don't need to know now, I love that. I think, like keep some secret secret, and the fact too that he announced this on Twitter with a fan. I'm trying to pull up where like the actual tweet because it was so cute. The fan was so excited. It uh, was what, for um, Shellman split? Malik Said James Gunn I am blown away by the cast On Suicide Squad But if you don't mind me asking When can we really expect to hear About their role specifically I'd love it if you'd answered my tweet Thanks big star And, and he then does he answer. retweets it And answers And I'm like Whatever he says When you respond to a tweet like that I love you Of course Whatever, and I mean, he basically, yeah, he said some characters will be out, like, yeah, well, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna officially release character info for a long while to come. Fine with me.
1: How did you feel about, let's just talk about one that we know, uh, Jai Courtney. How did you feel about his Captain Boomerang? Did you feel, did you think he did well? Did you think he got enough to do in the first film? And are you excited that he's coming back in the sequel?
0: I'm very excited that he's coming back and also talking about social media. I mean, the fact that he's so excited that he's coming back, that he's, like, posting, yeah, this, like, Instagram picture of him with his gold tooth and he's, like, all into it. I feel like we didn't see enough from him in the first movie. I feel like we just got little snippets of basically everybody but Harley and that's yeah much it. I
1: I I thought he was great I really did and um we did not get enough I've always I've been predicting though that he's going to be like one of the first to die just because I feel like they're going to kill the whole old suicide squad but I don't know I could totally be wrong
0: I feel like probably to some degree at least a few of them are going just because it's like if they have a new direction then yeah and because the only ones that can be announced right now are the returning ones so, with yes. Dalmakian being the one exception, because he accidentally told everybody he was Polka Dot Man, and I guess wasn't supposed to.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, Jai Courtney promises that the film, uh, he said he loved working with David, uh, he would love to work with David Ayer again, but this film will be totally different, which I don't think will come as a surprise to anyone. Uh, But what that tone will be, you all will have to wait quite some time because we're not getting any more information. Uh, Finally, before we move on to TV time, Superman Red Sun, you have a first look. We see what the uh, Superman is looking like. Jason Isaacs is actually playing the role of Superman. That's cool.
0: That is pretty cool.
1: I'm excited. Did you ever
0: read this run?
1: Yes, I did. You did? I'm a fan of it.
0: Nice. I, I like
1: I like the weird elseworldy kind of stuff, and I usually like the animation versions of them too. Although sometimes, like Gotham by Gaslight, I guess left a little bit to be desired. I mean, you know, sometimes I wish that they would just make them like miniseries instead of just doing like one film or two film, like that's the next thing I want to see with animation. Like, give me a story told after, like, a a 10 or 12 episode run. I don't know if financially that makes sense or if that's harder to do, but I would love to see that kind of thing on DC Universe. Some of these, like, animated miniseries. I mean,
0: it seems like that wouldn't be that hard to do on, like, when they have their own streaming service. Right. It's like, you know, you kind of can call the shots at that point well, so why not do it uh,
1: yes. well, to we, some degree we will see what, what what remains to be seen with that streaming service yeah. that's all for movie news let's move on uh, to the other side of the world if we could oh there it is it's time for Roxy Stryer's TV. Roxy Stryer in absentia but she'll still be bringing you a TV time <laughs> also Mikey Christmas time DC movie news it's time to talk TV time. All right, we mentioned it at the top of the show. Tom Welling is back as Superman, and Eric Endurance is back
0: as Lois Lane. Yes.
1: And um, uh, uh, Allison Mack probably not coming back.
0: You know, she's a little busy. <laughs> she's Finally a little busy with her uh, too her soon. Sex I don't cult. know. I don't.
1: Uh,
0: Allison Mack is coming back, but she's bringing a lot of extras. Oh
1: boy! Oh boy! Ooh. <laughs> um, alright. What do you guys think? Do you think? Are you going to see him in a costume? Are
0: you going to see different Superman costumes? A hundred percent. Why would you do it if you're not? It's the one thing. Yes. Um, it's yes. the one thing
1: that like people really have a problem with on the finale of the show. There was they famously kind of animated him in a little bit of a Superman costume from far away, but they didn't really go there. Um, I'm hoping that we see some really cool Superman costumes. We have at least three Supermen. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right.
0: Sure. We got a little bit
1: of music back there.
0: Uh, yeah, we have at least three, which I'm very, very excited about. Tom you- Welling is the one I'm most excited about, if I'm being honest.
1: I'm excited about Brandon Ralph too. I'm
0: excited about Brandon Ralph. Too. I was very excited about that announcement. But the thing, the reason that I'm most excited about Tom Welling is because of the package deal. With Erica Durant. Yes. Like, that's why I'm so... And it makes sense that she'd be back because she played Alora on um, Supergirl. Right. So it's like she's already part of this universe. Well, everybody so comes like,
1: back, which brings the question, is Dean Kane going to be coming back?
0: That's what I'm hoping. I'm because like,
1: Dean Kane is a Supergirl character. Yeah.
0: So it's like, that would be really, really, really dope. I would love that. But then it's like, does Terry Hatcher come back? Like, uh. where, like...
1: Is there any way that they're going to be able to satisfy fans with the this many cameos? Are they gonna be so quick that you're just Isn't gonna it be like, like a five
0: really? part yeah. arc? So it's like yeah. I feel like keep throwing in more. If we got five episodes, give us two per. Give us ten. Ten cameos yeah. that will just blow our minds and get us back into these shows because The crossover episodes are genius. It's what gets you back into the other ones that you fall off on.
1: It it is true. And I've pretty much fallen off on all of the CW (laughs) ones right now because I'm a big fan of what's going on in the DC Universe. And one of the things I've been looking forward to on DC Universe is the introduction of Nightwing. We're like three episodes into season two on Titans and Dick is just walking around like... There's no even attempt at a secret identity, which makes no sense. Like, people know you're Bruce Wayne's ward. They're going to connect you back to Batman if you're just walking around fighting crime as Dick Grayson, dude. Yeah. Um, but there have been some um, some behind-the-scenes shots yeah. of Nightwing. Did you see those pictures?
0: I did. I did the creepy stalker pictures that are clearly not A lot of, like a lot of about Nightwing, but... Well, you know, I'm not. I'm not fighting whoever took that picture and the angle that they chose, because uh, I'm sure he probably did turn around and face front at some point. But I'm not fighting you guys on uh, on the ones that you decided to release. He looks. he looks like he can make that costume work for him. So.
1: Wait. When are we gonna get to see? Have you Have you been watching Titans at all? Are you up on the show? I kind of fell off on Titans.
0: Okay. I need to get back into it. But as soon as they announced Nightwing, I got really into it. Also, just seeing how extreme they are going with the costumes and how they are trying to make them as true to the comic as, per- as possible. Yes. I mean, the big head mask that we see. Hawk too. And Dove looks so sick. Oh, here well, we Hawk go. And Dove look, look at look this. Amazing. And Rob Liefeld has already commented directly on how much he loves the show and how he thinks that uh-huh. they are just the perfect, what he was picturing when he made the. Characters? Did he
1: do the? Did he, he didn't do the original versions though? He did he He
0: created? Yeah, he created he Hawk really? and Dove. Yeah, so I didn't know if I
1: knew that because I, I know there've been several iterations. There've been of different them. iterations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it does. But
0: this is based off of like the Rob Liefeld iteration. So this is like the they straight are straight out of the,
1: the comics. Also Ravager.
0: That's the one that I was talking about. Ravager's headpiece,
1: right? And that is, uh, of course, the son of uh, the daughter of Deathstroke. Mm-hmm who uh, I've been loving the iteration of Deathstroke so far on on this. You know, I like the Iowa Reverse version, too, from the actor point of view, but the costume here is looking pretty damn good. Uh, I'm
0: just like, how can she see what that... Big giant thing over her head, like I mean, is like, that especially with like her one eye
1: situation?
0: Yeah, like that's like the it's nuts. Uh, we're
1: getting some correction from the chat roll that uh, Ditko created Hawk and Dove, uh, but yeah, perhaps Rob Liefeld was responsible he, yeah. for a later version of it. But yeah, I think the characters Ditko go created go back the, quite the ways. original,
0: but like the this adaptation, yes. this version of it is based off of the early nineties run. Yes,
1: which was uh, a run I remember having. I remember having uh yeah, Steve Ditko. And Steve Skeets, thanks Garth McMurray for correcting us. That's why we like having a chat roll. You can join us every week on the Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube. If you want to be part of the chat roll, we go live in the 1 o'clock, 115 area every Friday. Uh, And then, of course, you can download the show. Make sure to uh, leave comments. Give us great reviews and all that kind of stuff. Um, The Watchmen TV show is coming October 20th. Uh, Damon Lindelof has been speaking a little bit about it. He's saying that you can consider this to be a a sequel. Um, So it does exist in the world of the original, uh, but, but later on. Does that surprise you?
0: No, that doesn't surprise me at all, because it's like, it doesn't make sense to do a reiteration of it, and from what we've seen with the teasers, um, we see people wearing, like, the masks and everything, so we know that, like, the comedian existed, we know that Rorschach was already established, like, we know that it has to be, like, the only way for this to make sense is it... To be a continuation. right?
1: And now he goes on to say that this is a meditation of people that are non-superpowered and put on masks. Okay? And he said there's no one superpowered in this world except Dr. Manhattan, which is true in the comics as well. And he doesn't say Dr. Manhattan doesn't exist in this world. He says he's off-world.
0: He's off-world.
1: Which still begs the question, are we going to get any Dr. Manhattan? come back at oh, any point? he's got I
0: think he will, but I don't think it will be for a while. I don't think it will even be this season, honestly.
1: Um, probably not. I could see the season ending with uh, an illusion too. I could see just a distant shot of a little blue guy on a planet far away. I feel like not away. even
0: that. I feel like just like a an, a brief illusion too. I disagree
1: with you. I think we're going to get illusions within the series for sure. In fact, oh, I'm yeah, almost positive Yeah, I think yeah. like at
0: the end will be the only one that's like the direct like right. it's coming.
1: He's yeah, he's going like, to show. Like we'll get up.
0: references but not like
1: um, uh Lindelof also said that he's channeling the spirit of... Uh, this is kind of a great twist. He's channeling the spirit of Alan Moore by saying F you to Alan Moore, who has a problem with him making it. And a kind of reversal of Alan Moore's sort of attitude about any of his works being adapted. That's what Lindelof's saying. He's like, thank you, but
0: F you. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like... <laughs> promise you, I guess, for standing your ground, but yeah, that is, like, I can understand why that would come up with a little bit of uh, Well, backlash. listen, the guy
1: is very salty. He's also a very strange man, Alan Moore. He's really mm-hmm. out there, um, and he's kind of become more and more like Dr. Manhattan, like, withdrawing he's more and more. become Alan
0: more and more. like Yeah, he's become Alan more and
1: more, <laughs> more like Dr. Manhattan. Man, I just leave him all over for you, don't we?
0: Just setting him up! Um, <laughs> Get him out!
1: Um, and then, yeah, finally, um, yeah, we talked a little bit about Titans. I'm enjoying it. I just saw episode three. Um, I'm excited to see uh, dick suit up. Finally, Preacher. Two episodes left. Have you been watching Preacher?
0: Yes, we do the after show for Preacher okay. on AfterBuzz TV, so, so check it out.
1: Well, yeah, definitely. When can people see that?
0: Um, Sundays. So, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. After
1: the show or before the show? After
0: so. the show. So, at 10 p.m. our time. Great. Pacific Standard Time. Um, so if you are watching also on the uh, streaming app, then you can get Preacher two days early and then oh, get if your you own have that, thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Get your own thoughts so you can join our chat and let us know what you think. Um, but this season is, I mean, they're wrapping it up. They're wrapping up the whole thing. This is the they last are. episode ever is in two weeks. So they've been kind of doing little allusions and references to things that have happened in the comics, but the characters are totally different. They're so Cass,
1: different, yeah.
0: Cass is the opposite. He is the opposite. Like, if you know how things end in the comics with Cass, this last episode, at one point he apologizes for mansplaining. So oh, it's God. like, yeah. he's very different.
1: He's very different.
0: <laughs> but I love it. I think uh, in a good way.
1: Hairstar, watching Hairstar be, um, you know, slowly... Dismantled. Um, uh, dismantled, yes, uh, has been hilarious. Uh, the beginning of this last episode was insane. <laughs> Really funny. Um, yeah, he's worth the price of admission alone.
0: Man, there's just so many and Featherstone still is like a side character that yes. I'm like I love her. Yeah. Just it, crushing it.
1: So good. Um, that's all the time we have. Uh Ivan Soto, I don't hate you for wanting uh Alfred to get with Martha. You know what? Everybody should have their Martha just like Bruce said. Uh Weird. you know, <laughs>
0: I'm going I'm calling weird. Adam says that's fine. i weird.
1: Everyone gets a Martha. <laughs> uh Elena where can people find you? <laughs>
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. Again, you can also catch me uh, doing the Preacher After Show and the American Horror Story After Show on AfterBuzz TV and interviewing all of your favorite celebrities on MEA Worldwide. That's MEAWW.com.
1: Keep up with other uh, members of the squad like Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. Uh, he's got an exciting role in a Showtime show coming up soon. Can't wait to hear more about that. Roxy Striker. Not be here today, follow her at Roxy Stryer. I'm Adam Gertler. Look for me at Adam Gertler. We'll see you next time on DC Movie News.
0: Yeah!
1: From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. and do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners or principals.